Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to From Star to Stone. The healing energies of earth and sky. With Tracy Civic and Mervyn Kelly. On the Star Nations Radio Network. Good morning, Good everyone. Morning. Good morning, Reverend. How are you? We're back. I am mm-hmm. still perfection. <laughs> well, as we know, you know, as we know. <laughs> uh, we hope everybody else out there in Radio Land is perfection as well. Yeah. And if you don't think you are, Think again, because you really are anyway. Amen. Amen. We have a great show so, lined up today, don't we? Well, it's an exciting one. It's exciting mm-hmm. for us anyway. I don't know, can't speak for everybody else out there, but for us, it's an exciting one. We're excited. Very yeah. excited. So we're going to talk about adventures, and adventures are exciting. Yes, they are. I can't um, wait. Yes. So, is there anybody that we know that may be going on an adventure soon? Do you think? Well, I know that Jen Wilson and I are going on an adventure. Ooh. I don't know if any of our listeners are going on any uh, adventures. I would like to hear about them if they are, but um, absolutely, we are going over the pond and we are going to see Mervyn next Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and I know that you've not been here ever before in your whole life. So this is going to be a big one for you. Big adventure. Yes. Yes, it is. Very exciting yep. times. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got all sorts of things planned. It's, you're going to have lots of fun, learn new things. It's going to be great. really is. And it's going to be great for me as well because it means I can take you about and show you all these things that I I've seen before but not for many years and mm-hmm. it's just as much of a adventure for me as well really in right. that way because it, it you know the sharing of it is one of the great best parts of going on an adventure is if you're going with other people you get to share those experiences with them. And then when you get home, it's sharing those experiences with everybody else around you that Mm -hmm. keeps it alive. And the sharing part of it is just the best part. It really is. So I'm I'm excited for you. I really am. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you because you get two awesome women showing up at your front door. 
Yes, and that's never ever happened <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is really. Um, I'm not sure if yeah, this is kind of unplanned between us, but I would really like to relate to a lot of the people who don't travel much. And throughout my life, uh, I suffered from panic and anxiety disorder slash depression from when I was like a little minion. Lots of reasons why, yes, we won't go into that. But throughout my my growing years, having to deal with that, it's limited me, and I I have not traveled much and um, really, really worked hard at resolving those issues. And I can remember my first breakthrough with that. I uh, flew to Alaska to see my, my friend, and we drove home together, and that was huge. And I'm not going to say, you know, that it's easy to do this, but I go in there with an open mind and an open heart to the experience. And so for some reason, and I'm not sure, maybe it's for some, a message for someone, but don't let fear and anxiety and things hold you back from taking an adventure. You know, we are here to live this life. We're here to experience it all. And I personally um, am excited. I I do love to travel with people. So traveling with Jennifer Wilson is a party in itself. Um, We usually crack each other up the entire way. But um, look at yourselves, even if it's just, you know, if, if you're holding yourself from travel, whether it's to just go see a friend a couple hours away or this or that, you know, take that leap, take that chance, go have a good time and leap into it and love one another and love yourself enough to allow yourself to experience the graces that we're given here. And uh, Absolutely. So that's, that, that's it. <laughs> I felt like I yeah. had to reach somebody today who suffers with the very same thing that I had and... You know, it it never fully goes away, but um, yeah, you know, risk it. Let's let's go, do it. Absolutely. And the the thing with, I mean, when you, we're talking about adventures, an adventure just it doesn't only have to be a grand adventure, flying across oceans, seeking out new lands. You know, mm-hmm. if, if people are worried about it then do some have a small adventure adventures are big adventures are small adventures help us find new knowledge and new friends and new experiences and whether that's a new part of town a new part of lake michigan a new part of the forest that we haven't explored yet that's an adventure as well we you know we can still share that with somebody we can still share that experience when we get home look what i found this is what i found in this neat little store that i've never been in before and you can still have that same excitement um with with a, a smaller event adventures 
we, we see adventures are a, are a joyful thing. Mm-hmm. It, because it's, it's our personal therapy. Yes, it really is, and it, it's it's finding what we need at the time that we need it, whether that be big, right. whether that be small, and you know when you start getting a taste for it, then you kind of get hooked pretty quickly, and you it's just wonderful wonderful thing you don't have to do it all the time when adventure is a special special event you know sometimes they they spring they're sprung on us by with by surprise we don't expect it and all of a sudden it happens um and like you say we could back away from it quite easily turn around and run off home but if something is happening in that way, there's a reason for it normally. There's something out there that we need, something ready for us to find, and we should just embrace it and rush right. off and headlong <clears throat> yeah. find it. And it's, yeah, it's one of well, those things that we can't... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was just reminded of you know, whenever we go into certain groups and and experience uh, so many new people. For me, just recently going down to Denise's for a weekend and, you know, always meeting like-minded people that you just, you fall in love with when you meet them. It's like there's a connection and to me that's an adventure. Um you know, and I have to I have to say this that uh, after or during an Anipi one time there at her house, you know, it was like wherever your feet land, your home. And I think for a lot of people traveling abroad or this or that, people who do suffer from anxiety, um, you feel unsafe. You always feel disconnected. And so I always use that little mantra in the back of my man, mind that. Wherever my feet land, I am home. So, so this entire earth plane is my space. It's my home. So there's an added safety measure now that I feel that um, it really means a lot to me that they came through and gave me that message. Yes, I remember I was there. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're, we're very alike, you and I. We've We've had many of the same or similar experiences down the years. And I remember the first time I ended up in Michigan. How long ago was mm-hmm. that now? Oh, About man, five, 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 six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five, six hundred years. Yeah, something like that. And it was just that moment when... I was at a point and I decided, no, I am going off on an adventure. And I packed my bags. I got arrangements made here to take care of my sister came and very kindly took care of things for a couple of weeks. Not that she had much chance, but choice, really, because I said I was going and, you know, you, you're going to have to do it anyway. And... <laughs> Off I went, you know, got on a plane, flew across 
flew across the Atlantic, um, stayed a couple of days with, because I've got family just outside Washington, D.C., stayed with those for, uh, them for a couple of days and then hired a car and drove 764 miles to Traverse City. Exactly. It was a long drive. On the right um, side of the road, even. No, the the wrong side of the road. <laughs> just so as you know. Um, which, finally, you'll get to experience driving on the correct side of the road. Oh, no. No, I'll you be know. a passenger. Thank oh. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, uh, I am going to go on this little adventure, and I want to share with, with everybody a little story. I... Um, my sister, as you know, some of you know, passed away two years ago, and she was just um, everything to me. My my sister, my friend, uh, my parent. She was she was my rock and my foundation. And losing her was um, like many of us have experienced with losing people. It was it shook up the foundation a bit. And before she passed from cancer, I had, uh, with the help of many people, and Nellie, you too, um, put together a little packet of stones that were for assisting someone through the process of cancer. And a couple months after she passed, I went and asked my brother-in-law if I could have that packet of stones, and I carried them with me. I at one point had them in my front bedroom window. Then I right now I have them in my car. And it's just it's just a nice reminder. It's not a sad reminder. It's a loving reminder of her and um that I love her. And her dream and Nellie knows this because she was so infatuated with with everything over there. She was an artist and, and you bought her stamps and she made cards, and she was just constantly creating. She just loved the thought of, she just said, someday I'm going to go over there. Well, one of the things that we're going to do is she wanted to always go to King Arthur's Castle. and um, Or is it just Arthur's Castle? Anyways, we're going to go there. Yeah, he was a king. Okay. And... I'm going to take my sister's stones with me and lay them on the ground and just have a prayerful moment and just bring her in with me because we'll be there together. And so there's a lot about this trip that is not just fun and adventurous. There's parts of this trip that will be sacred, you know, sacred for me. And, you know, I just, I'm really looking forward to that. I thought, do I leave the stones there? Do I bring them home? And now, of course, I'm going to bring them home. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's it's really great. It's really great. So, you know, go for it. That's what I say. Go for it. Yes. And as I was saying, I ended up in Traverse City, Michigan, and best I think I could have ever done for myself was go off and have that adventure because that's opened up whole new worlds for me. Whole new connections, new 
best friends in the world ever. And so, you know, if you get a chance to go on an adventure, just don't resist it too much. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. let yourself have it. Let yourself have that adventure. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And right. I can't recommend it highly enough. <laughs> I mean, we've all. I mean, what was that film back in the eighties? Um, Crocodile Dundee. We've all seen Crocodile Dundee, haven't we? <laughs> I and don't know how many of us are going to admit to that. <laughs> I admit to uh... it. I admit to seeing Crocodile Dundee, but there was, there was, um, there was one. There was a line in there about the Australian Aboriginals. Um, they go and walk about and to go off and discover new things. You know, we've been doing this. We've been having our adventures for millennia, and it's only really modern times that where we trap ourselves almost in every day this day is we must do this this day that that day and so on and so forth we leave a little time for vacations which are not adventures that's a vacation we rest we visit family we go to a hotel we sit on a beach we come back again but the act of going off somewhere and discovering somewhere new with wondrous things feeds the soul and the body and the mind more than you can express with words, Uh, more than I can. And you know how I like to waffle on. So, (laughs) you know, yeah, go out there wander around and discover new things it's going to be great yeah so it's almost like a soulful soulful retreat you know now i have this little bucket list i i would love to see chaco or chaco canyon chaco canyon and machu picchu i would love to it's like oh i just want to go i know yes there's so many places in this world that We just want to go and visit and see and experience and explore. We can sometimes we can just dream about it and we don't actually get there. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying. Right. Yep. And well, some, what do you have sorry. for us? Oh, I was just going to say, what do you have for us this morning? I think you're. You have something oh, that you put together as yes. an invocation kind of to to bring yes. that into uh, uh, our lives because, you know, our hearts, our minds, our bodies all need to be open to this. And yes. we need to say, okay, spirit, we're ready. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, obviously, going off on an adventure can be a little daunting, can be a little trepidatious so I wrote this as a prayer to the goddess which 
I've written it in a way as a, a for a group of two, three, however many people go. But if people want it, and I will post it, I promise I will. Um, and you can take it and adapt it as you wish, you know. But it's just a little, a little prayer, just to get us in, allow us to get ready to go, to feel that although it might be a bit scary doing this, it's still a good thing that we can, that we're going to experience. Um, so I will stop talking and just say it. <laughs> rather than explain it. So thank you. Not thank welcome. you that you're going to be quiet that you're going to say that. I didn't mean it to sound absolutely th- ridiculous, but <laughs> well, you usually say thank you when I decide to stop talking. <laughs> anyway, um, now I've forgotten what we're okay, doing. Okay, let's get so, centered. <laughs> anyway, let's do this. Let's do this. So. Before we're ready to set out, away we go. Let's just prepare ourselves before we go by whatever ritual is good for you, whatever you use, then this will be it. This is a good start. So just take a breath, a moment, just to prepare yourself before you set off. So, Mother Goddess, As we begin our journey, we humbly seek your protection and your guidance on our quest for knowledge and wisdom. We will travel in search of wonders near and far and the joy in meeting fellow travellers along the road. At our journey's end, lead us safely home that we may share with our loved ones in joyful celebration, the stories and songs of our adventures, a blessing on our lives, a blessing on the land, a blessing on the sky, a blessing on the waters. It's just a a nice way of beginning a journey. In fact, it doesn't have to even be an adventure. It could be a trip down the shops. But before we set out on that road to wherever it is we may travel, it can just help us prepare for that and open us to the protection of whether you call, whether you call to the goddess, whether you call to spirit, God, whomever it may be for you personally, It's just asking them to walk with you and hold your hand as you go and lead you safely home. That was beautiful. I think I totally went on a journey just then and there. (laughs) (laughs) And I I will post that. I'm I'm going to do that now. Um, you know what I'm like with technology, so you know, bear with me. This may or may not work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that was very nice. No, I'll do it later. I was just gonna, just gonna 
mess me up. I, I can't do technology. You know what I'm like. Anyway, so. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's so there's that, and I know there are other things that we can do to make her feel make ourselves feel more comfortable before setting out anywhere. I mean, I I carry my my seven stones with me in a little medicine bag everywhere I go, no matter where it is that I'm going, they've been everywhere with me. Uh, those are the ones you got me, by the way. You know the ones. Mm-hmm. And at work, no matter where I go, they are with me. So, and I do know that everybody, or shall I say, you tell me everybody likes me to talk about stones. So <laughs> I I have been looking and researching as I usually do for for some specifics and when it comes to travel there's not a lot of mention for traveling funnily mm-hmm. enough which I found very strange very strange I dived in deep and couldn't find anybody specifically talking about traveling, adventuring, etc., etc. So I came at it a slightly different angle and worked on it for myself through um, aspects of life and generally trying to, you know, offering yourself some protection from what lies outside the house. Does that make sense? I think I know what I meant. Anyway, so... I think we can travel with you along that line. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. I do, you, you know what I'm like? I do wander about a bit. It's, it's, it, it's fun, though. So, rather than anything specifically aimed at travel, I've just gone for general protection and that can be for pretty much everything but there's there's some stones that I really really like that are very very protective if you ask mm-hmm. them to be if they ask you if you ask them to protect you upon the road that you're going to be walking then then they will and mm-hmm. I'm going to start with one of the ones that I remember we talked about way back at the very beginning on our first show, um, a clear quartz. If you have a clear quartz, um, that in itself is, as we all generally know these days, is is the master healer. But equally... Its energy is just universal Mm -hmm. and can pretty much do anything, including run clocks. Everybody's got clocks. Quartz is in it. You know, the the quartz is everywhere. So it is is one of the big ones that it's, it's universal energy. It really is. It is 
for me, for me. I know other people right. have got other um, interpretations of it, but it's a universal energy that can pretty much do anything that you need it to do. Um, and from there, there's another one that I really like, which isn't as well known, I don't think, but um, it's a really, really, it's a lovely little stone, and it's called Prenite. That's um, spelled P-R-E-H-N-I-T-E. I love that. As a as a protective stone. Sorry, go on. No, no, I just I'm just excited when you say that. It's one of my. It's one that I keep next to me all the time. I I I have it when right now I've got two sitting next to me. It's one of my favorite stones. So, go ahead. I won't interrupt. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Um, and. For protection, it's just uh, it's, it's fantastic because when you ask it for, for its um, way of protection, it will seal your auric field, your aura, everything that is and everything that is within that your physical self, your spiritual self, everything in in divine energy. It brings in that divine universal energy. And surrounds you in it in a hug of yumminess, and it's you can't really I can't really say anything more than that because it, it just says it all. Uh, it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful stone. And then you know you've got a lots of the others about like labradorite, which will see you know protect you against negative energies um carnelian kunzite there's there's lots out there mm-hmm. if you know that are very very protective in in slightly different ways but one one other th- again as i've always said if you've got something that you know works for you, regardless of what I or anybody else says, then that is the one for you anyway. So if anybody mm-hmm. else has got any suggestions, I'm eager to know them so that I right, can write them right. down, you know, because exactly. no matter what I know, what I've learned, everybody knows something else. And I want to learn. I, I still, I, I don't know everything, so there's lots of room for learning in me. And I just so please share with me anything that you may have insight on, please. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's just that's just a few, um, and there are millions more out there that you could go for should you want to. Um, and then there's a, there was I was thinking about this as well. Um, when people used to go out into the world in the way back when times, um, we'd carry talisman, talismans with us, 
as protection against one thing or another, protection against evil, protection against um, being held up on the road, etc., etc. You know, there's a, a talisman. So you could actually discover what your talisman is. I get so excited about this visit that you come in that I can barely talk these days. Anyway, um, (laughs) so yeah, uh, another thing I thought of was we could, before we prepared ourselves to go out into the world to where our journey leads, we could journey for ourselves and ask for guidance for a talisman that we could take with us that would help protect us. And that would be a fun thing to do. I've never done that. It's just something I thought of, you know, while I was preparing for the show. And it's something I think I'm going to do. So I will let you know what happen, how that goes. So, um, yeah. Preparation is often the key. When you know you're going on, on an adventure, preparation is always the key. Mm-hmm. When the adventure is sprung upon you as a surprise, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is just be prepared to be surprised. Yeah, yeah. You know, recently it had been years. As a matter of fact, I have uh, I hadn't seen my sister Marcia in years, and it I was out looking for homes with my friend Samantha Hoffman, and I get this phone call, and it's my sister, and she said, "Hi, would you like to come and see me in a couple of weeks?" And there wasn't prep time. And I froze inside. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to get my big girl panties on. I've got to, oh, this is a big thing again. I've got to, and and Samantha's like, you know, go, go, you know. And um, I, I just said yes. And And what a beautiful, magical, spiritual and healing time that was. We we had a great. How often can you be alone with your sister and have that one-on-one time with no one else around but the two of you? I mean, we thought about it, and I don't think that had happened since we were kids. I mean, that we were alone like that together, being able to focus just on one another. Well, you know, and her cats. <laughs> But to be able to go out every day on our own little adventures and enjoy it at the spur of the moment, it was just very healing. Um, so, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I we didn't get to we didn't get to prepare for that really, but we found the magic of one another inside that trip and and so much beauty. And like you said, with with being able to plan this one, it just. Ex- Expands it. It expands it into such a space of uh, it's sacred. You know, I just I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know how close they're going to let us get to Stonehenge. And I know that you explained yesterday. You now have to buy tickets to to even you know get in to see it. But 
I, I if I'm within a mile vicinity, I'm just gonna lay on the ground and hug it. I'm gonna soak that in like no tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it's the simple things, and it's the it's the ritual thing, it's the ritualistic things, the things that bring in the ancient and combine it with who we are today. You know, it's it's taking that star that that dust. That, that created us, all of that beautiful energy into our human form going and re-experiencing space and time that we we could have been to before. It To me, it's just, I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Not sure about how excited you are to drive on the correct side of the road, but you know, we'll we'll we'll, well jump I don't off that know bridge what when we kind of uh, I don't know what kind of a magical dust you put in your coffee this morning, but this girl is taking a vacation without being behind any wheel. I am so passenger <laughs> with my feet up on the dash, and yes, Mister <laughs> Cleanly, I'm going to have my feet up on the dash, and you're just going to have to. Pop a pill because with I'm going to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be my little savage self. <laughs> Excellent. I can't fault you. Yeah. Yes. So, and then and next month, you're going to be able to tell everybody about it. Yes, I will. And then you will be traveling back to Traverse City and... We are going to be busy with a Reiki 1 and 2 certification class together. And just yesterday, we developed a working workshop for learning how to work with your stones and in your uh, crystals. So we're not sure what or where, but we're doing that. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Yep, lots and lots of fun. So where are so, some yes, of the sacred we'll, uh, places that you're going to take us while we're there? Well, so first off, there's Tintagel Castle. Tintagel is the legendary birthplace of King Arthur. We all, I'm sure you've all heard of heard of Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Pendragon who brought the Britons together before him. It, it was all separate kingdoms. Um, so that's in Cornwall. Then we've got Stonehenge, which everybody's heard of, so I don't need to explain that one to anybody. Um <laughs> And then we're going to Avebury, which isn't quite as well known. However, it is the best way to describe it is a stone circle. And it's, it's another megalithic stone circle um, with a village inside it. It's that, it's huge. Now, this one's exciting for me because I've never been there. So, yes, but unlike Stonehenge, 
Avebury, you can pretty much wander about as you please and go along and hug all the stones you can find. So that one's pretty exciting. Um, I, I'm sure I can do a link thing in the Facebook to for people to go and have a look at Avebury. Um, so that's just a few of the little um, little events that I've got planned. I have some others, but I can't tell you about them because it's a surprise. So if I tell everybody, you'll hear. <laughs> Well, I I know of a couple of things, but um, yes, you're right. I'm excited, and you know, I've been been looking at some of the comments. Some of our listeners are are camping, and that's an adventure. Some of our people are coming to Amantha Murphy's week. Um, that's an adventure. I swear to God, every time I go to Denise's, it's an adventure. Um, it, it's about feeding that part of us that is so hungry to feel that that home, that peace, that joy, the inner spirit, just getting fed and being around people that you love and, and care for from a space inside that you don't get a chance to sometimes feel in daily lives, you know, it's it's about really seriously coming home to your your tribe, your clan, your people. And um, I'm so grateful for each and every one of those people that I've met and been able to experience the, you know, these types of, of uh, sacred moments with. It's, it's always amazing. So whether you're camping and connecting to sky and earth, you know, water, I just, that just thrilled me. Um, so spending a week with Amantha Murphy at Denise's, there couldn't be anything more exciting than that and the joy and the things that they're going to be learning and experiencing together. Uh, you and I doing this trip and then you coming back, it, it's just, we're very blessed and we're very lucky to be in the moment and accept our joys and our gifts. You know, um, I saw Rob state that it was a year ago today that he was in his accident. Well, that's a gift. That's an adventure. We're, we're glad that you're coming out the other end of that. And we bless you. Today is Jennifer Wilson's birthday. Happy birthday, Jen. And what an Happy adventure birthday, that has been. Jen. <laughs> You know, all of it is, and how exciting. And opening our hearts up to it is key. We get so run down by the, the mundane in life and, and the heaviness, and and each and everyone have our story of struggle and moving through it, um, not staying in it. And and that alone is, is something I honor in each and every one of us, each and every one of us. It's... it's uh, it's a beautiful thing to be able to work and, and experience coming out the other end of all of that. Did I just Absolutely. wander? Um, not really. Don't you know, I'm so. always on the phone with you all the time, so I just kind of, sometimes I just feel like we're in one of our conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah, I'm not don't worry about at the it. I... right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are quite quiet. I know they're probably uh, planning on eating me as soon as the 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 
the show was over because they're looking at me like a little bit, you know, like that one-eyed look. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. And I have to tell everybody this, and this is totally off, but, you know, it's like we are all on the phone together, and I'm going to share this with you. So in my years, I, I've always had cats, and Denise posted a picture of three kittens on her page, and I thought that was really awful because, of course, I'm going to want all three. I stayed away from the comments. I didn't say anything. I pretended I didn't see that picture. But outside my door, I now have a dish for water and a dish for food and a little puffy cushion for the strays that have somehow wandered into my area. So they're on their little adventure into find, trying to find a way into my house and into my heart. One walks around with a little crooked head and call him Little P. But, you know, it's like so funny. I am just a little conjurer of, you know, cats. I'm a cat lady. You're a cat lady. Yeah, I might just That's no bring thing, home. Though. I just might bring one home from, from England to Michigan in my little carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an adventure. <laughs> yeah, definitely would. Good, good look with customs. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have Jen distract him. <laughs> but, yeah, so I just, um, I'm feeling like we're we're all coming into a space of um, being blessed. There, There's, I, I know that oh, there's a lot going on, and I, and I pray for all those that are going through some of the natural disasters that are going on. Mother Earth is is shaking and moving, and she she kind of has a mind of her own, and she does what she wants, and she has a reason for it. And I love her, and I trust her, but I I um, also am praying for all of those who have been affected by this, and um, you know, it's it's pretty tough right now, but everybody will make it through, and we are coming coming into a, a whole new different place and space right now and and uh, we really need to love and support one another Indeed. in this adventure yes, called life in, yes exactly the life is the biggest adventure of all it really mm-hmm. is and you just never know where it's going to lead and uh, yeah you just never know but I echo everything that you've just said. Everybody in Florida and everywhere else that's had a tough time through the hurricanes, yeah, we, we're all thinking about you. Everybody around the world really is thinking about you and sending you, if all we can do, if the best that we can do is send you our hopes and our prayers, then we all do. We all do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Know, you. But um, so yes, it's not easy. It's not an easy time, and but we'll make it through it. We, as as humans, we are pretty good at making it through. Yes, we are. We're resilient. Finding our way through. We will. And that's another adventure. 
Yes, indeed. And this time when you're here, I am able to open up my doors in my home to you so you can be a guest in my my new digs. And so that's pretty exciting. And um, I think we're just, we're going to enjoy, we're going to be, we're going to take it easy this time and not, you know, travel all over the place and and uh, be be too crazy, unless uh, well, you mean we're not going to do going half of UP in a day. Not that, not half of UP in a day. No, <laughs> no, nope. We're not going to take on that little adventure. Oh my God! Especially with you driving, Mister Conscious of going the speed limit. Um, no, hey, no. Just saying. You are a you are a granny. You are such a granny driver. I'm saying it out loud. And I'm proud of it. I could have given because... her 16 times in the UP by the time we got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Well, I, I, I am not sorry. I am not sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it's, you know. Being pulled over by the cops over there isn't the same as being pulled over by the cops over here. Just saying. Oh, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Hey. <laughs> so so I get behind the wheel. Ten minutes later, we're pulled over. <laughs> oh, But he looked like a little dookie hauser, and he was very nice to me, and he let me go. So there. Yes, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You were over there shaking in your boots, but I was just... I'd buy a lot. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I would just like it if if um, all of us who are going through life and, and going on these little adventures, big adventures, whatever, whatever it is for us, I'll be blessed, you know. Make a to-do list. Do something. Do something outside the norm. Feed your soul. Feed yourself and get out there. Take a class. Take a class. My gosh, Denise has so many things on her little to-do list of classes and things like that. Just going down there is always like a little piece of heaven and, you know, things going out around us and, and, you know, just enjoy. Just enjoy. Go for a walk. Go out to the lighthouse. Walk, Walk the pier. You know, and uh, enjoy. Yes, if anybody gets a chance to go to one of any any of Denise's classes, just don't hesitate and just go. How you know, you just you, you'll never regret doing that as an adventure. Not ever, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah, little adventures. To Start with those. Just go where you've never been. Just wander around and discover new things. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's it's fun and it's joyful. And, you know, bringing back the stories to share with everybody, you know, with mm-hmm. your friends, with your family, whoever your loved ones are, just because when, you, when you're sharing, you not only keeping that adventure alive in yourself but it it's creating it you're taking the people that couldn't go with you 
along with you on that adventure and maybe next time they will go with you mm-hmm. you know right it, it, we 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 creatures that just discover and learn and find new friends and explore the world you know we whether that's your own town whether it's your own forest it it doesn't matter what but it's in us it it's part of our nature that we just cannot escape that we want to learn and explore and get out into the world you know which is you know one of the, one of the reasons why i think modern living is uh, i want to say difficult it's it's a little bit more than that because spiritually it, it we feel suppressed because we we've like i said earlier we've got the pressures of work life we've got the pressures of family life we've got the pressures of paying the mortgage we've got all this stuff and you know it it can get a bit huge and that's all we can see and we just trudge along and when we're trudging along that way it just it, it doesn't we feel it on all mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we start feeling run down, tired, tired of everything. We take, you know, and the mo- when we, if we can get just a, even once, once a year, if it's just once, one day in a year that we can just take ourselves off and rush headlong long into the world and just see something and experience something outside of our normal life then <clears throat> we just on that one day we will come back and we will be just so different you know our eyes will be wider our, our you know wider and brighter our, we the our energy will be up you know, our, our vibrational energy will be higher because we've just been able to live mm-hmm. rather than exist. It's about being able to siphon a little bit of um, a little bit of what we need throughout the year for this one this one moment or two moments or you know whatever we we can whatever we're able to schedule out for ourselves or have there in case you know something random comes out but be able to treat ourselves to feed ourselves like I said you know a couple times it, it, it's about being able to give back to ourselves and that's key we're so yeah. often giving to other things and other people and this this time it's about giving back to ourselves this trip for me was um, really a gift for me from my parents. Um, I closed on my home yesterday, my family home. And so their gift to me, and that's how I look at this, their gift to me was this trip. And so I am going to live it, breathe it, and be it, um, and soak in every part of this into my cells 
and just find joy. And, and that's for all of us. All of us have have that opportunity to to do that same thing. And uh, it's key. It's key to be able to function throughout the year. Coming on the top of our hour, I think we have a couple minutes maybe, but if you don't mind, I'd like to say for people all over the world, not just not the United States, but I know there is the flooding. We have fires out west. We have the hurricanes. We have tornadoes, natural disasters going on everywhere, um, sending out lots of light and prayer for everyone. Um, really, really been calling in uh, angels, saints, guides, and loved ones to assist us in during this hard time, and like I said, not just in the United States, but all over the world. Um, Love and blessings to each one of you, and then Nellie, you can close out the show. Okay. Um, (laughs) I don't know what to say now. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Uh, Yes. So, oh, oh, yeah, you've thrown me there. I've lost my well, place. Well, I mean, anyway. I just really wanted to put it out there because there's, it's not just us. It is, it's the whole world. You know, I, I keep an eye on, on things that are going on. I mean, even two states in the United States had um, earthquakes. I think I believe it was in Indiana and Iowa had had small. Mexico is suffering from an enormous eight point one earthquake um we're we're all we're all in a in a bit of upheaval of uh shaking things loose and lifting things up so i think it's really important to pray for those who are in affected by that directly and to give them love and strength that's all you know i just i yeah, really needed always, to put that out there mm-hmm. you know, we yeah. hear of lots of things on the news we all do all around Mm -hmm. the world we all hear whatever our own the news of our own particular country brings us we we and we share in the news of the rest of the world what's going on and you know a lot of times oh it's it's always big and it's always scary and it's always generally negative. And we hold everybody in our prayers. We always do. Every one of mm-hmm. you does. I know you do. But one thing I want to say is don't be afraid. Because mm-hmm. as bad as the news is going to get and as crazy as it seems in our human world it's going to be okay yes it is that's all all i know Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that i whenever i see all this stuff going on in the world as dark as it gets ultimately i know in my soul that it's going to be okay exactly Exactly. I have something exciting that just came in, just channeled through. Okay. For anyone who goes on Mervyn and I's Star to Stone page, anybody puts down their name from our show today, 
I will bring you back a Priscelli blue stone from the quarry of Stonehenge and send it to you. And Mervyn and I will love it and bless it. So will Jen. And so anybody who puts their name down underneath today's show on our starred stone page, I will send you yep, a stone from Stonehenge, a Priscilla Blue, just to say thank you for being a part of our adventure. Yes, that's, um, but I want them. Oh, you big hoarder. Let these other me. people experience them. You can roll around. <laughs> people, this is what I deal with. <laughs> oh, so please, that that's that's what I have to say though. You can't be on on the Facebook uh I I need to see your name on Tracy and Mervyn, start a stone page, list your name, and I will bring you back a stone from from Stonehenge. So thank you for listening. I think we have to be getting to the top of our hour. I think we are. I think we're eating into Denise's time. Sorry, Denise. We didn't mean to. <laughs> but usually we have our little... Yeah. So. It's going to be there sooner or later. We hope you enjoyed yeah. from Stardust The healing energies of Earth and Sky. With Tracy Civic and Mervyn Kelly. On the Star Nations Radio Network. You are listening to Star Nations Radio Network. Communications from home on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Mystic's Heart with your show host, Denise Iwana. on the Star Nations Radio Network. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a beautiful brand new day. It's a sunny day here in the Enchanted Forest, a crisp very crisp, almost autumn morning. The sun is shining and the birds are singing. And just a few moments ago, there was a family of deer uh, down just at uh, the line where the pine tree grove begins. Many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the critters are out and about, the foxes and our beautiful deer and the owls. Everybody's out playing this morning, having a beautiful day together. Here we are. Todd was up early clearing out the Inipi from ceremonies this past weekend. It was another astonishing weekend at Star Nations Academy East. Two weekends ago, it was the Medicine Wheel Teachings with Delmarie Dullknife Bradfield. 
And this past weekend, it was the teachings of the Day of the Dead and how to create a sacred altar for those that we love who have gone home. And this one was with Elder Delphina Cosme, who is a Zapotec elder. She also happens to be the mom of our Mistress of Oz, uh, Lily Vasquez. And oh my goodness, I learned so much. The altar is still functioning up in the academy classroom. In other words, every day I am up there lighting candles and the pathway for those that have crossed over to make their way uh, to the altar for food and beverage and and blessings uh, is still there. And oh my goodness, just what an amazing time. And I got to see Connie Vodder. Tuesday morning, peeps, you know you love your Tuesday mornings with Connie. She was here as well for the class with her daughter, Suzanne. And uh, later in that evening, we had NEP, we had a sweat lodge ceremony. That was the first time Delphina had ever been inside NEP ceremony. So it was a beautiful evening all around. And around the campfire, we all went to experience a Rob. Kendall playing some beautiful guitar music and singing and uh, the girl from Ipanema even showed up with Kelly Spencer so that's always fun (laughs) oh lordy oh belly laughs good times so here we are together once more on the heels of adventure with Tracy and Mervyn and off they go to one of my very favorite spots in all of Grandmother Earth, on all of Grandmother Earth, and that is the UK. Todd and I are celebrating next weekend our fifth wedding anniversary, and we were married in Cornwall at Tintagel, there at Merlin's Cave and the castle home to King Arthur and his knights and ladies of the realm. So beautiful. How fun. I'm so excited for the three of them. This morning, that we could begin with a prayer for receiving on the heels of a very fun show. And yes, it is true, Mervyn. People do like to hear you talk about stones and how to employ them, how to work with them, how to be with them. So thank you for sharing that as well. And I'm looking forward to photos from the three of you and your adventure. Hopefully you'll share some of those on your show page and also on your personal pages on Facebook. I love to watch how people are having an adventure. And the fact of the matter is Tracy and Mervyn are right. You can have an adventure in your own backyard. It's not necessarily about going across the pond. Sometimes it's just about going across the street or getting out of your own way and looking at life as an adventure. And uh, it's all in how we look at it. I really believe that. This past weekend before Delphina left, she had never been to a powwow. And we decided that we were going to go see the horses up the street, and we were going to go to the powwow. So off we went, and we, we said, you do realize, Delphina, wherever we drive, Todd and I, everything becomes an adventure because we look at every outing as an adventure. You know how some people get in the car and they know where they're going to go and that's the only place they'll go? You ever been in one of those situations? It's like they go from point A to point B and they never stop in between. They don't look out the window or if they do see something out the window, they still keep going anyway. You don't stop for anything. 
Todd and I are one of those couples that we meander. And if something catches our eye, we stop. Sometimes we turn around and we go to where we are drawn to go. It's never just point A to point B ever. And that makes an adventure. We had an amazing adventure at the powwow. I got to see lots of friends and introduce uh, Lily and Delphina to lots of our uh, native relatives here in Grand Rapids. And then afterwards, we ended up at a crystal and stone shop that's outdoors. I made new friends there. Then we made our way to the It was an adventure. And Delphina said to me later that evening as we were eating more of her wonderful tamales, she said, you were right, Dana. It really is an adventure when you and Todd go driving. And so it is about the way we look at it and the way we look at the world. Sometimes there are beautiful miracles in places that we've been to a million times and yet we've never taken the time to notice, right, the extraordinary and what we've always thought was the ordinary. So this morning I thought we could begin the show with a prayer called Receiving. And uh, this is from my book, Prayers and Incantations to the Light, going undergoing its final iteration with the wonderful David Fix receiving. And you can repeat after me or you can just listen to me and take the words in, but I am going to ask you to take a deep breath in and to breathe. To breathe. And maybe after listening to Tracy and Mervyn this morning, you've decided that you want to have an adventure. Maybe it's a day-long adventure, maybe a week-long adventure, maybe a month-long adventure or a life that you consider to be an adventure. And perhaps you've never been open to receiving an adventurous life. Whatever it is that you would like to be open to receive. Deep breath in, everybody, down to the tips of your toes and beyond. And exhale fully. Another deep breath in to the tips of your fingers and beyond. And exhale fully. And one more breath to the top of your crown chakra and beyond. And exhale fully. Receiving. Bountiful universe, bestower of all things, light and loving, thank you. Arms that were once clenched in unworthiness are now open A heart once fearful to welcome love is now available to receive. A mind once damaged by betrayal and abuse now trusts. A past riddled with shame now sees the beauty of the lessons learned. As I give all unworthiness, fear, betrayal, abuse, shame, and doubt to you, I receive the love of the universe, of you 10,000-fold. My life is abundant. I am open to receive. And so it is. Amen. Amin. Amun. (laughs) So many ways to close a prayer. Sometimes our arms are clenched. Do you ever meet somebody that always walks around with their arms clenched? in front of their heart chakra or in front of their third chakra, or they have a heart full of fear due to betrayal, due to abuse, right? A closed heart. 
or their life is closed and they're unable to receive because of what they perceive as shameful events in their lives. Right? Some people are closed down because of perceived shame. Right? I say, look at the lessons that you learned in that moment. Forget about shame. Forget that noise. Right? Turn that right upside down and what did you learn in those experiences of betrayal and fear and pain and shame and all those things that sometimes close off our ability to receive or our desire to receive, frankly. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's have a group card this morning, everybody. Well, thank you, Queen. Good to have you in the uh, chat rooms, everybody. I love Tuesday mornings. Well, isn't this perfect? Of course, the card that flipped and flew out for each and every one of us is the Archangel Chamuel. Chamuel is the angel of love. Chamuel is the angel of the Christed light, the Christed light, that light of ascension that I believe each and every one of us kind of has set for ourselves a goal in any given lifetime is to fully realize our solar angelic self, our solar, our sun self. Alice Bailey talks a lot about the solar angel in her works, I happen to be a fan of Alice Bailey. I also happen to be a fan of the I Am, right? the Godfrey Lee King books, the I Am books. I like the old stuff as well as some of the new stuff, but a uh, big fan of those two in particular. All right, let's begin this morning with Connie Vodder. Connie, I know that you're out there listening, and Spirit is saying... Um, you're up first, and we're going to go with that because when spirit talks, I tend to listen. I discern, but I listen. Connie, it's the uh, swan maiden that is making herself present for you this morning. The swan maiden, of course, represents the legend of the Valkyrie shield maiden. Right, That's a chick nobody wants to mess with because the Valkyrie shield maiden knows how to wield her sword and she knows how to uh, apply her shield. In some traditions, the sword represents our tongue and how we speak, how we present ourselves in the world with our words, with the tone of our words, how we express ourselves uh, vocally. In this case, Connie, it's a message for you to know that you are divinely protected at this time. And I am going to leave that there with whatever is going on and just reiterate to you that you are divinely protected. You know that you have been through a few battles in your lifetime and a couple of wars interspersed in all of that. And you always come out triumphant because you are divinely protected, divinely guided, and you are a woman of substance. Spirit is saying to you, you are divinely protected. Always remember that. We've got your back. Your higher self has got you covered, right? Your solar angelic self has got you covered. And sometimes the brightest lights are called into the darkest places. And we are called to hold the light, to stand in the light. Oftentimes we don't know why. Good Lord, why have I been called here? And really, I'm supposed to shine here? <laughs> How am I going to do that? Spirit says, hold the light. Hold the light, Connie. Know that you are divinely protected and your light is needed right where you are, 
right now to shine. And you understand that. So we're going to leave that right there with that. Sometimes, you know, when we're talking to people and we're delivering a spiritual message or a little insight or a little inspiration, sometimes we don't need to, to uh, say a whole lot. Oftentimes who we're talking to, they know exactly what we're referring to. Don't have to roll on. Cindy Lynn is saying, I do that. I walk around with my arms across my stomach, especially around people. Yes, protecting chakra number three, the bread basket. I feel like I got kicked in the gut, people will say. And that's all about feeling kicked in the solar plexus. So, yes, having protection around chakra number three is very important for some, particularly those that are sensitives who are seers. Oftentimes when I'm feeling that way, I will wear yellow somewhere on me. I will wear the color yellow. All right, here we go. Queen Opulence. This one is for you. It is the Sun Face Kachina. The teaching of the Sun Face Kachina. The Sun Face Kachina represents the life bringer. This is a mythology from Native North America. Those Kachina dolls are very potent little beings, by the way. My sister Della Badwound. Uh, really won't go near Kachinas. They frighten her because of their potency. If you go to the, the southwest of the United States, oftentimes, or Native American shops, you may see uh, the Kachina dolls, and people think, oh, aren't those cute? Aren't those interesting? You are bringing home something that was hopefully carved ceremonially, and the effigy that is created there is very much alive. I often say to people, you know, you have to be careful of what you buy, buy, purchase, bring home from Native America when it has been created in the old way, the ceremonial way. Everything is alive. And the Kachina doll itself is alive with the spirit of a Kachina, of a sun being, a star being. Kachinas represent star beings. In In this particular case, the sun face Kachina represents the star known as the sun. I have a sun face kachina on my altar that I purchased in California. And I'm very mindful of the fact that 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 little four-inch kachina is just as alive as my 18-inch kachina, white buffalo calf woman kachina in the classroom. Both are very much alive and present with spirit. And so the sun face kachina for you, queen goddess, is, say, is saying this to you, stand in the light and stand in the light of who you truly are. Just be you, be that, fully realize that, stand in that, shine that, radiate that. The world needs it, those around you need it, your higher self requires it. Stand in the light of who you truly are. In that, you bring life and light to others. You bring life and light to others, the life bringer. Sometimes you bring people back to life is what spirit says to me. Sometimes you bring people back to life. And I'm going to leave that there with you. You know what I'm talking about. Good morning, Donna. Yes. (laughs) 
Robin, good morning, everyone. Oh, are you taking pre-orders on your prayer book, Denise? I will be soon. Thank you for asking about that, Robin. Thank you for asking about that. I will be very, very soon. Yes, this book. I'm so blessed to work with David Fix and having a friendship with him and his wife, Nicole, and having a business partnership with him at The Mystic's Heart is such a blessing. We do absolutely everything in tandem. When we're working on a project, whatever it happens to be, we're always back and forth talking about it, discussing, allowing for our individual creativity to come together in a good way. It's not about him. It's not about me. It's about what are we going to do together and how are we going to bring out the best of one another in our projects. He is just a delight, which is why our business partnership has been so successful, just as successful as our friendship. And so the art that he has created for the cover and the back cover and the graphic layout work that he does in the center, it's absolutely exquisite. All right, here we go. Oh, thank you for that, Robin. Yeah, the prayers in the book, the book is up to about 200 pages now. Well, probably over 200 pages. And the prayers, incantations, the ceremonies. The book also contains wedding ceremonies, partnership rite ceremonies, baptisms, funerals, uh, sending a spirit home, all of those things, welcoming a child into the world, re-welcoming somebody who's taking on a new name. Lots of ceremonies are also included in this book with the prayers and the outlines of ceremonies so that you can perform your own ceremonies. Right? Sometimes we are called to perform a funeral or a baptismal rite or a naming ceremony or a renaming ceremony, just a welcoming ceremony or commending somebody's spirit to the four winds. So lots of ceremonies are also included in the book, and, and it's not mentioned in the title of the book, but they are there. They are ceremonies that I have employed, and uh, I've received lots of wonderful, warm uh, expressions of thanks and oh my goodness that was beautiful and so I've kept them in the book everything is tried trusted and true before I publish anything all right here we go ah thank you for that queen bless your heart all righty up next Nikki Jorgensen this one is for you Nikki Oh, Tut Moses the Fourth. Okay, interesting. I was just talking about the book. I talk about the tomb of Tut Moses the Fourth in this book. I have probably, I don't know, three dozen travel photos from around the world. My travel photos in this particular book, and one of one of the journal entries in my book has to do with the tomb of Tut Moses the Fourth. Um, Tut Moses the Fourth, the Pharaoh is the pharaoh who uncovered the sphinx. It was buried in the sands of time, of course, and one pharaoh in particular was given in a dream the orders to uncover the sphinx. And so Tutmosis IV, some call him Moses, uh, uncovered the sphinx. Of course, this is also very metaphorical. It's very metaphorical. Each and every one of us is called to, at some time in our lives, uncover the treasures of our soul, 
of our own personal sphinx. The sphinx is known as the watcher, right? The watcher on the threshold. Because the sphinx is placed perfectly in front of the Great Pyramid at Giza, the Temple of Initiation. And so the Sphinx is always very watchful of the initiate. The Sphinx is always preparing the initiate to enter into the chambers of initiation. It's all about our walk. And so if we look at what's going on there on the Giza Plateau, how it aligns with the Belt of Orion, the Dog Star or the God Star Sirius, also associated with Anubis, the underworld. It's all about transformation. This card of Tutmosis IV for you, Nikki, represents a time of transformation and being mindful of your dream. Sometimes the transformation is coming to understand deeper truths within ourselves and about ourselves. And we go through these many initiations in life. Oh, my God, I didn't really realize that about myself. I didn't know I was capable of that. I've never noticed that about me. Hmm. I seem to be quickening. My spiritual path seems to be deepening. And I can no longer ignore where it is taking me. Just like the Fourth, he was in a dream. And he said, you will, he was told, you will uncover the buried sphinx. This is your time to more fully excavate who you are, Nikki, as a spiritual being, as a woman, as a creative force. Pay very close attention to your dreams. Record them. Record them. Sometimes we enter the mystery school, not during the day, but while we are sleeping at night and also in our daydreams. Those are the greatest mystery schools. Mm-hmm. All righty then. Boy, that was one right out of the chute, hey? Tut Moses. His name means born of the god Toth. There you go. I love the teachings in between the teachings. I'm reading now, thank you, Connie, a very, one of the very first editions of the Book of Enoch, written in 1917. Connie gifted me with this book. Oh, it's beautiful. Published in 1917. So here, 100 years later, I cracked it open last night. The book of Enoch, the book of change, the book of revelations of out of the old and into the new, the book of initiation on the cover of my new book is, is this magnificent Enochian cube. Okay, we'll leave that there. That's probably another show. All right, Mary Ellen, this one is for you. It is the Griffin is the Griffin. I can hardly wait to see you next month at Amantha Murphy's class here at the Academy, Mary Ellen. The Griffin is saying to you, my dear friend, be brave. Be bold. Be brave. Go for it. I face my fears and I overcome them with ease. Yes. Everything that we fear comes to us. Boy, that's a teaching I learned 20 years ago in the sweat lodge. Scorpio, remember, everything that you fear will come to you so that you can overcome it. It's an illusion. (laughs) False evidence appearing is real. The griffin is saying to you, Mary Ellen, be brave, be bold. And in those times that you're feeling fearful, invite the griffin to come along. Invite the archangel, St. Michael, to come along. 
You are human and divine. Always remember that, my friend. Always remember that. Nikki is saying, okay, you're giving me the chills. Good. Chills are good. So it seems like this morning that the the messages are a little bit uh, in-depth. So I'm going to ask you all to look at the meanings within the meanings, the teachings within the teachings. There are many, many teachings within the teachings. All esoteric teachings are multi-layered, no matter where they're coming out of. Okay. Here we are. The firebird. This one is for you, Gemini. It's the firebird, the immortal light. Do not be afraid. Be alive. Do not be afraid. Be alive. This is a card of death and rebirth. This is also a card of celebration for you uh, in coming back to life. Spirit is saying to me that you have risen from the ashes once more. You are no longer the woman that you once were. Celebrate that because you're not supposed to be. Whatever transformation has occurred, celebrate that. You are not supposed to be the woman that you once were. Your light is now brighter. Your understanding much deeper. Your knowledge is now wiser. Celebrate that. Sometimes we can think, geez, where did the old me go anyway? And we, sometimes we can pine for that, don't we? Oh, I wish I was who I was. Not me. I always say on my birthdays, and anybody who knows me, on my birthdays, I have never ever said, gee, I wish I was 20 again. I wish I was 30 again. I wish I was 40 again. No. I celebrate every birthday and everything that has happened during all of those returns around the sun because they've made me who I am and who I'm becoming. I'm certainly not a finished. I'm a work in progress. (laughs) That is for certain. That is for certain, and I celebrate that. No, I'm not the woman that I once was, and that's okay. I am who I am, and I am who I'm becoming. I'm saying this to you, my friend. Celebrate you. Do not pine for anything that you perceive that you have lost, because what you have gained is far superior and far greater. Do not be afraid. Be alive. (laughs) She's saying, I do like the new me. Wonderful. That's fantastic. That makes my heart happy. Rochelle. The donkey is here for you, Rochelle. Lottie, the donkey says this. I love this one. I selflessly serve, and yet I know when to say no. I know when to say no. Sometimes people just say yes, 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 until their back breaks or their heart breaks or their mind breaks. The donkey says it's okay to serve. It's okay to be there for others, but it's also okay to say no. In fact, we have to say no sometimes. It's good to say no, no thank you, no thank you, or yes, absolutely, thank you. In this case, Rochelle Spirit is saying it is okay to say no, and imperative that we do that. Hihane washte chue. All righty. Taking a look in the chat room because I haven't done that. I got to get with it here. 
All righty. Sonia, the white buffalo teaching is here for you. Tesawi, the sacred teachings. It's about walking in balance. I know that you're ready to go camping. And this is a perfect time to be with nature and to be in balance. Spirit is specifically showing me, Sonia, that you need to spend some time doing deep breath work. Deep breath work. Breathing deeply into your body, exhaling fully. Deep breath work. Conscious breathing. Conscious breathing. They are being very, they, my spirit guides, my angels and guides, are saying to me that it is important for you to bring some healthy breath into your body. Conscious breath. What are you breathing in? What are you exhaling out? Just breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. My life is a sacred journey. I give and I receive in equal measure. Very important for you to understand that for yourself. So breathe. As you are camping, chilling out, chillaxing there by the lake, breathe. All right. Let's just keep right on moving here. Cindy Lynn, one is for you. Oh, it's the Archangel Raziel. Raziel is also known as Grandmother Earth. Some people don't know that. Grandmother Earth also has an angelic Hebrew name, and that name is Raziel. Your contemplative word is shine. Interesting, because just a moment ago you said that you oftentimes walk around covering up your third chakra, and yet the card that comes to the surface for you has to do with the teachings of Raziel, the flower of life, and your contemplative word is shine. What does that mean, contemplative word? It means to sit and to reflect on the word shine, to breathe it in, to exhale it out, to think about it to surround yourself in the octave of that word, shine. And if we believe, as the ancient Hebrews taught us, that every letter of the alphabet is in fact an angelic being in and of itself, the word shine, S-H-I-N-E, is made up of five angelics who come together to create an octave, a vibration that we can breathe in, that we can speak, that we can sing, that we can encase ourselves in. Blessed being of light supreme, Cindy Lynn, you have been created to brilliantly, lovingly, joyfully shine. As the sunflower blooms to stand tall upon the plain of earth, you too have been called to stand radiantly within the presence of your higher power and to cast the seeds of your light upon the fertile soil in the garden of life. With your back to the shadow and your face to the sun, the Archangel Raziel has appeared to walk with you, to help you shine, to restore your inner light, to recharge your battery. Your daily mantra, I am the light of the divine, forever blooming and always loving. There you go. And I know that you have this deck of cards. I'm going to ask you to reflect upon that. Okay, now the cards are just kind of going every every which way. Morning, CJ. 
Carla Jo, my friend Carla Jo. She will be at the Academy in the spring doing an entire day of divination. Eclectic Pagan columnist at Star Nations Magazine. The latest issue is available. Go to starnations.org to the magazine page and you can order your copy digitally or for your computer or print on demand or all of the above if you so desire. Robin. The Cocapelli is here for you, Robin. The Cocapelli is known as the bringer of of rains. It's a fertility god, and oftentimes people think of the word fertility and they think of one thing, sex. Oh, that's the little guy with the flute that's all about sex. No, this is something bigger than this. It's about fertility in our lives. This is a fertile time in your life, Robin. It's a fertile time for you as a woman. As a woman, as a man, right, every year we become older. Hopefully we become more fertile in our wisdom. We become more fertile in our knowledge that becomes our wisdom. We become more fertile as a mentor, as a teacher, as a parental figure, as a friend, as a spiritual being having a human adventure. This is a fertile time. This is an acknowledgement of that. Your daily mantra from the Cocapelli. And I would do a little meditation with the Cocapelli. Ask the Cocapelli spirit to be with you as you just sit peacefully or take a walk outdoors. My life is overflowing with all that brings joy to my soul and peace to my heart. I am grateful. I am grateful. You are welcome, Cindy Lynn. Yes, that is a very deep teaching. Okay, here we go. Hollis, my dear. The elk spirit. Ehaka Oyate. Ehaka. The elk spirit. The spirit of the elk for me comes from the direction of the north. The elk represents stamina and also represents a brand new day and asks the question, how do you greet each day? Do you just flop out of bed, you know, you flop out of bed, hit the bathroom, make a cup of coffee or whatever? Or do you, as you are preparing to get out of bed or wherever you happen to sleep, do you prepare yourself? Do you greet the new day? Do you set an intention for the day? This is a reminder of that. Yeah. How do you greet the new day? This is a new day. For myself, you've all heard me say it a million times, I greet the new day before I'm ever even out of bed. Good morning, it's a beautiful new day. I talk to spirit, I talk to creator, I talk to my angels, my guides, and I thank creator for the day that I'm going to experience And I also put the caveat, may I be of service? How may I be of service? Show me. Yeah. Each new day is a love song from the creator. It is. It is. Sometimes it doesn't feel so much like a love song. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, really? 
oh, no, what was I thinking? But this is a brilliant opportunity that our soul has chosen to take, the adventure of a human lifetime. And it is over in the blink of an eye, in the blink of a cosmic eye. Yesterday, I I got to meet my brand-new ophthalmologist, Dr. Rayburn. And uh, because my eyesight has just been failing uh, tremendously. And, and, you know, for me, as uh, somebody with stroke in my history, when my eyesight begins to be uh, speaking to me, I know that I need to get to a doctor. And he's a new doctor for me. He's Todd's eye doctor. And he and I had a wonderful conversation about uh, my eyes and how, I see with my eyes one way and I see with my third eye another way. And I I said to him, because he does a lot of lecturing at universities about eyeballs themselves and how the eyes are affected by stroke, how they are an indicator of stroke, blah, 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 blah. And we were having this wonderful conversation. And so I said to him, I'm guessing he's in his 60s. I said, have you ever done any research on the effects of people who are clairvoyant or how clairvoyancy affects the physical eyeball? He said, no, but that would be fantastic research. And he looked at me and he said, you know, frankly, my thought is that, of course, when you see spirit, you are not seeing with your physical eye. Of course, you're seeing with your energetic eye beyond the veil. This is my ophthalmologist. How marvelous is this conversation? And he said, but I do wonder what the physical ramifications might be. So I'm going to be doing a little more research into the subject of mysticism and ophthalmology. I said, marvelous, and if you give a lecture, I would like you to invite me to it. And he said, you've got a deal. So amazing how the world is awakening. It's a new day for the world of medicine as well, of psychiatry for all of us. And how are we greeting this new day? Hopefully with gratitude. I I said to him many times, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. My other ophthalmologist never talked to me about any of these things, why this damage is occurring, and what can we do now uh, to help repair uh, the damage in my right eye. That's where the stroke first indicated itself to me, was in my right eye. Once I was blind and now I see, how do I help that eyeball? So sometimes when we just talk about who we are, why it is, we discover new things together. So me and Dr. Rayburn, We are on a little bit of a mission together. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, exactly, Holly. How marvelous is that, right? Love the guy. And it was just a very deep kind of intellectual conversation. It wasn't like he was rolling his eyeballs like, oh, never mind about that. I'm pretty sure I feel a thesis coming on. All righty then. Here we go. Jane. Lovely Jane. The scarab is here for you, Jane. The scarab comes to us, of course, from ancient Egypt. The scarab says it's time to celebrate. The scarab is known as the transformer. In the Rosicrucian order, um, the teaching of the scarab is very present in the phases of the sun. Because you see, to the ancient Egyptians, it was the scarab that rolled the sun across the sky. So we have morning, we have midday, we have evening. In this particular teaching, the scarab is saying you have completed a cycle 
a morning, a midday, and an evening, and you have arrived once again at the beginning of a dawn, of a morning. The cycle is complete, says the scarab, which is also why it's known as the dung beetle, right? The end, the end of a cycle. So this is time to celebrate, Jane. It's time to celebrate your life. It's time to celebrate the experience, the cycle that you just completed. It's time to celebrate yourself, your journey, and to celebrate what's next, the adventure. Your daily mantra is this, Jane, quite simply, I celebrate my life. I celebrate my life. There you go. It's a card of triumph. Those three phases... Metaphorically speaking, morning, midday, evening, not always easy, is it? We see, and we see that everywhere in many, many esoteric teachings, not just in the Rosicrucians, of course. All right, here we are. Just having a little look-see at everything so I know who's here and who isn't. All right, Tracy, this one is for you. Taking notes, taking notes. Tracy. The Pegasus, Tracy. The Pegasus represents, of course, our creative genius. Our creative genius. Allow your creative genius to unfold. This has everything to do with your trip to the UK. Specifically, Spirit shows me you with a beautifully worn journal and you allowing your creative genius to flow into the journal bringing through yourself, right, the, ma- the magic of all of the places that you are going. Pegasus is with you. The spirit of Pegasus is with you as the magic of all of these places flows through you. Allow it to flow through you. I'm, sitting, I'm seeing you, and you'll understand what I'm saying. Tracy, when you get to Avebury Henge, There is a very large tree that many people, sometimes they play drum under. They place, of course, beautiful ribbons, spirit ribbons in the tree. I see you sitting under this tree at Avebury Henge with your journal, allowing the flow through you. They're very specific about this uh, tree at Avebury. I've been there three or four times. It is spectacular. Avebury Henge, please take note of that, the grand tree there at the Henge. Jennifer, Jennifer, the earth dragon is here for you. Jennifer, the earth dragon says give to grandmother earth everything and all things that no longer serves you. Before you leave to go to UK, I call it Avalon. Before you head off to the magic of Avalon, the Isle of Apples. Hopefully you get to Glastonbury. I'm sure Mervyn will take you there. Before you leave, Turtle Island, please leave all of your baggage here on Turtle Island. Go outdoors, lay in the ground, let it all go. Take with you to the UK a clean slate, a clear heart, and a clean perspective. So leave all your stuff here and go there clear. Go there clear. Don't haul your baggage with you because what you're going to bring back with you Right, you can't if your if your luggage is already full when you go to the UK, you can't squeeze anything in your luggage to bring back. What you're going to be bringing back are treasures. Make sure that you have room within yourself for the treasures that you are going to bring back. So 
So jettison any baggage that doesn't belong with you anymore so you have lots of space within yourself to bring back treasures. Just going to leave that right there. All right. Angie. Angie. The white eagle is here for you, Angie. The white eagle represents the wisdom of the stars. The wisdom of the stars comes to us from Atlantis. Angie, this is a little note from spirit that says, ancient teachings are being revealed to you at this time. Pay attention. Pay attention, particularly, Angie, when you are outdoors. Pay attention to the birds and the type of birds that are making themselves present and known to you. Be very, very clear with what you are seeing. And when they are talking to you, when they're singing to you, listen with your spiritual ears, Angie. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing Snow White. And Snow White is you in this vision that I have for you with all of the animals gathering around you, talking to you, sharing their love with you from Mother Nature. And in particular, I'm seeing birds and I'm hearing birds singing to you. Allow them to sing to you. Stop, pause, and hear what it is that they are saying to you, Angie. They're teaching you. Pay attention to the bird that is singing or talking. Take note. Take note. Jacqueline. Jacqueline, this one is for you. It is the centaur, the divine doctor. Healer, heal thyself. Yes. The time has come for you, Jacqueline, to take aim at healing any areas of your body, mind, spirit, and emotions that are out of balance. Proper rest, play, nutrition, thoughts, exercise, and actions toward wellness are now called for. It's time to take time for yourself. If you haven't been playing, get out there and play. If you haven't taken the time to sit your butt down and put your feet up, Spirit saying sit your butt down, put your feet up. It is time to take care of you. Stop taking care of everybody around you. Take a deep breath and, and determine what it is that you need to bring yourself into balance. My guess is you need to get out there and play to do some fun stuff. Whatever it happens to be, Spirit is saying to you, now is the time to do that. Now is the time to do that. And here is your mantra, Jacqueline. This is very important for you. I am balanced in body, mind, spirit, and emotions. Because you are a psychic sensitive woman, it's very easy to be clouded with other people's stuff. If you have not taken the time to clear your own aura, to clear your own psyche, Spirit is saying, it is time to do so. Sometimes we need to smudge ourselves after being in certain situations or with certain people or with certain thoughts. So this is time for you to take time for you. Oh, that's perfect, Angie. And Angie, put on your St. Francis of Assisi ears and listen to what the birds are singing and saying, please. 
Very important for you to do that. Carla Joe. The unicorn is here for you, Carla Joe. Joe, the unicorn. The unicorn is here for you. The unicorn represents our inner light. This is an affirmation for you. Let your light shine, says the unicorn. CJ, you and I both know that the darkness prevails where the light is not shining. Sometimes we think to ourselves, do I step in? Do I shine a little light on this right now or do I just let it be? Spirit is saying to you, darkness prevails where the light is not fully present. Be the light fully present in a situation, whatever it is that is currently going on. I'll leave it at that because I don't know. Shine your light. Do not let the darkness prevail. Whatever form of darkness it is, do not let it prevail. Tomorrow night on my radio show, Balancing Heaven and Earth, I'm going to be talking about spiritual malfeasance and the repercussions of spiritual malfeasance and the repercussions of when we don't shine our light when we know we're supposed to, when we can. It's going to be kind of a deep conversation, um, but this is like a little precursor to that. Spirit is saying to you, CJ, let your light shine. Let it shine. More than ever, it is essential for you to shine your divine light. Your daily mantra, the purity of my soul, lights up the darkness and shines brightly for others to see. That's a big one. All right. Is Donna still in the chat room there, or did Donna have to check out? Hey, Kelly Spencer. Oh, it was so good to see you this past weekend. Wonderful to see you. As always, oh my goodness, we had ourselves some fun. Holly. The angel Yehudia is here for you, Holly. And the angel Yehudia says this, on this day, I honor my birth and my purpose for being, which is love. So there is a situation that occurred at the time of your birth. You you know what it is, whatever it happens to be. That you need to address and send love to. In Reiki, we call this using the Honshazeshonen symbol, right? We can go back in time and send love and light to a situation that may have happened any time during the course of our lives. Sometimes something happens when we're 12 and we need to send love to that, to ourselves at that age. Uh, for you, this card is saying something happened upon your birth, right? perhaps a challenge right around the time you were born. And Spirit is saying send love to that. Heal yourself. Send love to that. Send healing to that. Love yourself. Celebrate you. On this day, I honor my birth and my purpose for being, which is love. This card says, celebrate you, love yourself. And in those places where some little kinks in the rope happened, send love to it. Heal yourself back then. Celebrate your birthday. Celebrate who you came in to be. Oh, Donna is still in that. Interesting. Okay. But I didn't see that. Okay. Donna, the phoenix is here for you, Donna. The phoenix says, rise up. 
It is through the fires of spiritual initiation that we experience many deaths without dying. In those small deaths, we are given a choice to succumb to the pain of growth or to employ it as a catalyst to rise from the ashes of what once was and to soar to new heights of wisdom and awareness. Donna, honor what has been, the knowledge you have gained, and the wisdom that is now yours. The wisdom that is now yours. Holly's mom, Mary Ellen, you can also send love to your daughter's day of birth. Right? We're supposed to do that on our birthday, right? We send love to the day we were born. Amazing. And every year it's a little feels a little bit differently when I send love to the day that I was born. Right? So as Holly's mom, you can also send love to the day that she's born. Honor the day she was born. Send love to it. Send love to it. Send love to that little baby girl that you birthed on that day. All right. The Archangel St. Michael is with you, Mary Ellen. Michael wishes you to know that he is with you. That he is with you. Celebrate that. Know that Michael the Archangel is present with you, giving you strength, giving you courage in this time of your life being very much with you, the Archangel St. Michael. There we go. Yay. Yep, I was born two months early with lots of drama. I so get what you mean, says Holly. Okay, then. Today, sit, sit back, relax. Visualize yourself as that itty-bitty little baby that was born those years ago and send love to that child. Visualize it in your mind and visualize you as a little infant baby surrounded in light and love and perfect healing. Do that for yourself. Right? That's really helping the inner child big time. All righty then. Kelly Spencer. The white heart is here for you, Kelly. The white heart says, let the adventure begin. Let the adventure begin. There's an adventure calling to you. The white heart is saying, go for it. Go for it. Life is a grand adventure that my soul has chosen to experience with endless joy and wonder. Whatever adventure is seeking you and you are seeking it only you know there are many forms of adventure the white heart is saying kelly for the love of god go for it do it i added that part for the love of god i'll just say that right there <laughs> whatever it happens to be okay chew a dell this one is for you it's the Thraye. The Thraye is on the mythology deck. It's on the cover of the mythology deck. Those of you that have the mythology deck, you know what I'm talking about. The Thraye is the seer. It represents the three eyes, the two physical eyeballs that are plopped in our head, and the third eye in the middle of our Ajna. Right. Your message, Delmarie, is this. Pay attention to your intuition. Intuition is a sacred gift that helps to connect our physical world to the world of spirit, 
through thoughts, feelings, and premonitions. Trust yourself enough to know that what you are sensing about a situation is correct. Your gut feeling about a future event, a business decision, relationship, or even messages from spirit are worthy of your acknowledgement and further investigation. And Dell, your daily mantra is this, I trust my inner vision and my sense of knowing. It's a big one. Rob, the Thunderbird is here for you, Rob. It's from the mythology deck, the all-seeing eye, and quite clearly, this is your message. Stay on your path. Despite any winds of opposition, self-doubt, or the temptation to just give up, because sometimes we do that, spirit is saying to you, stay on course, stay on your path. In your daily mantra, even in the face of life's obstacles, I remain firmly on my soul's path. Marianne. The Sleepner is here for you, Marianne, from the god Odin. Odin, Thor, and Freya. The Sleepner is the eight-legged horse of Odin. And your message, Marianne, quite simply, and I'm so glad that you're all safe down there in Florida, do not neglect your spirit. In particular for you, Marianne, you are being asked to remember to take at least a couple of minutes every day for a daily meditation time, daily meditation. Your daily mantra, Marianne, my heart and mind are infused with the love of the creator. Nellie, the archangel Azrael is here for you, Nellie, the angel of Scorpio, the mystic. Your inner mystic is calling to you calling to you to pay attention and to honor your inner mystic and honor yourself as a modern-day mystic with a very old soul. Your daily mantra, Nellie, is this, I am a wise and mighty spiritual being. I listen to the voice of my soul. Polly Joe, you beautiful thing. Up next, of course here on the Star Nations Radio Network. Oh, it's going to be a good one. The Wampus Cat is here for you, Polly Joe. The teaching of the Wampus Cat is this. Your life is transforming in beautiful ways. The Wampus Cat reminds us that the depths to which we descend and are capable of descending are always matched by the heights to which we are able to ascend. The deeper our roots, the higher the wisdom learning and teaching that we are able to achieve and to share. It's not easy to be somebody with deep roots or the ability to go deep doesn't come easily. This is a time of transformation for you. Remember, the darker the dark that we experience in our lives, the brighter the light we are then able to share. Elise, Elise, this one is for you. The Archangel Saint Raphael is walking with you, Elise. It's a time of peacefulness, reminding you to take time for yourself. But the Archangel Raphael is with you, standing with you, overlighting you, and asking you to please, Elise, sit down and spend some time with me. Invite the presence of the Archangel Saint Raphael to be in your contemplative time, 
in your quiet time and just be. Let this angel speak to you. Mary, the archangel Uriel is with you. Uriel is present with you, overlighting you, being at your side, just like with Elise. You are being asked to slow down, to breathe deep, to invite this angel of light to be present with you, to speak to you, to teach you. Just slow down, breathe. Invite Uriel to be with you and listen. Pay attention. Pay attention. Last card for the day, Janet, also across the pond, the rattlesnake. The rattlesnake says it's time for you to come out from under the rock and show the world who you are fully. Who are you really? Shine that. Be that. You came here to this earth plane with gifts and talents that nobody else has. And I suspect that you are hiding perhaps a little bit of who you are. Spirit is saying no more hiding under the rock. Come out into the light of day to bask in the sun just like the rattlesnake does with your medicine. With your medicine. Share it. With that, everybody, up next, it is Polly Joe LeBay on Chakra Sessions, and it's all about forgiveness. All about forgiveness. That's a big one. That's a deep one. Join me there. It's going to be brilliant, as it always is. Blessings be, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this edition of The Mystic's Heart with Denise Iwana. on the Star Nations Radio Network. You are listening to Star Nations Radio Network. Communications from home on Blog Talk Radio. Chakra Sessions with Polly Jo LeBay. On the Star Nations Radio Network. Good morning, everyone. I'm Polly Jo LeBay. I'm your host today on Chakra Sessions, and I'm here in the beautiful hills of western Massachusetts, and we are having a beautiful sunny day, um, and it's warm weather, so it has that autumn tinge to it, but it is very much um, kind of that last legs of summer, because we're having some beautiful full warmth um, during the afternoon, and we are so blessed to be having that weather when other people are in turmoil, so I I am thankful for each moment that we have. Um, today's session is all about forgiveness, and when spirit guides me to the topic of the week, um Generally, I have no idea why it needs to be cleared. Um, 
except, you know, they always sound lovely. But there's always something that occurs within my students, within my clients, within the planet, where it is the most important thing for me, the largest impact I can have healing other people and myself is the topic that comes up for the week. So thank you for being here so that we can tap into the energy of forgiveness. Um, One of the things that I've been doing recently is working with healers, um, people who do hands-on healing for other people, or I'm working with nurses or counselors or doctors, and they're all people who are in the healing arts in some fashion, and many of us are having sort of an awakening of our energy, and in that expansion, where we bring more of our gifts to light, we have to clear out some old stuff to make room for our new gifts or ones we didn't know we had to kind of shine through. And this can cause a lot of stress and anxiety and fear. And when we reach a place where we realized we shut that gift down, we sometimes belittle or berate ourselves for for doing it in the first place, um, when we were doing it from a purely survival place. And lots of times, too, we live in the energy, you know, we've had trauma, we've all had some sort of thing happen in our life where we felt like our heart was breaking or that our heart got broken. Um, I've had so many clients and students say, I feel broken, or they think someone else completes them. And there's this feeling, a sensation that you're not whole, when really all that has occurred is you have shut down some of your own energy. And in the heart, in particular, that takes, it holds so much of our energy and so much of our ability to be who we are and to shine our light, it is one of the first places that we close down our energy, unfortunately. Um, We've all been around people who shield themselves from getting hurt. And you feel that barrier. You feel the heart closed. You feel like you're not making a spiritual or personal connection with the person because they're guarded. Um, And when we have that energy, um, we really have chosen how we're going to react to it. So there's most of us, when we're confronted with somebody who's shut down, we sort of energetically take a step back. And we don't lean into what is causing them pain. We don't put ourselves out there to get our heart broken by trying to help them with their broken heart. And that is what is causing Grandmother Earth to grieve at this moment because her heart is breaking. We are on her, we are not helping each other, 
And she is creating situations where we need to band together. We need to remember our humanity um, to help each other through the fires and through the hurricanes and the tornadoes um, and earthquakes and whatever else she may create. And all of those things that she's creating lessons for us are ones that we have ignored. We have remained separate. We have, you know, we don't feel for people who need our help. And so she's creating these situations where, you know, it's it's time for us to gather together, not to pull apart. And that all comes from a place of forgiveness. And one of the teachings that comes through from the ancient ones who help me with my school is that everything begins at home, right? And we hear that in many different ways. It all begins at home. And what they mean by that is you have to take care of your personal home, your personal temple. So your physical being, um, you need to take care of it in all of its layers so that you can then open your home and invite people in. We all have had times when our physical home that we live in um, has been a terrible mess. And what happens? We don't invite people over. We're embarrassed. We're, we feel shame over, you know, the cracked paint or the, the, um, the stain on the rug because the kids were playing or, you know, the pile of trash to go to the dump because you can only go once a week or once a month. And But if we really care about the person, the circumstances of their house doesn't matter, right? We, you know, but we do that to ourselves. We shame ourselves and we blame ourselves. And we learned that from our family. We learned that from our um, environment that we grew up in. So our schooling, our community, um, we even learned by what was okay or not okay um, on TV. And now the kids are learning from the internet, um, which is a interesting thing that's occurring. So, when we look at the energy of forgiveness, generally it's when there is blame involved or shame involved. And we can create all sorts of energy around that. And when forgiveness is granted, you don't have to accept the behavior of the person. When you're giving forgiveness to someone else, you don't have to accept the behavior, but you forgive the person for having a human experience, for releasing judgment of, because you cannot control someone else and what they do. You can only control how you react to that. So the true forgiveness 
happens when you are able to go deep inside and forgive yourself for the way you responded to the action from the other person. And that is one of those things that is um, really difficult to do. Um, and it's not about blaming yourself either. It's, it's knowing that you, the bigger the heartbreak, the bigger the lesson that you had to learn. And Denise, when she pulled my card, talked about the depth, being able to go into the depth to be able to ascend to the heights. And I have been in the depths of the depths um, and have been through some amazing things and could have allowed, allow for a period of time, them to uproot me, to make me feel less than, to make me feel unworthy, um, or to make me feel like I wasn't enough. And instead, as I began to clear my energy and forgive the circumstances that happened to me to find why I needed those lessons, then forgiveness for the other came quickly in most instances, and as for myself, was the one that was harder. And then for some of us spiritual life workers, you know, maybe we've blamed God or our version of that. We've blamed spirit for doing things to us when we are simply creating what we need to learn and Spirit is supporting us in our lessons and in our soul learning. And whatever we need to learn, it is sent to us because it is done from a, a space of love. So what we're going to do as our clearing meditation today is we are going to go into your energy and, and clear away some of the spaces where we hold tightest to the old energy. And when we hold on to the old energy, we make our past what's happening in the now. So we've all been around people who spend their whole time talking to you about what happened to them years ago, um, or people who talk about you know, high school as being the glory days you know, um, when it was really four years of their life and they've now lived, you know, 40 after that <laughs> and and they haven't really lived those other 40 because they've spent them all in the four. Um, so we all know people who've done that and we've all had times in our life where we've done that. We've become so attached to our trauma and allowed that wound to become our identity for a little while. You know, the, the victim um, energy is we've all had a time when we've been the victim. It's part of our lesson in 
in how to hold our humanity. And it's whether we continue to call in the energy that we don't understand being a victim, then we create more victimhood and more victimhood. And when we understand the lessons of that and that we can use the instance of having something that happened to us not define who we are, then we, ha- we can evolve past victimhood to some degree. Um, we actually won't go there. We'll just understand that what happened to us is separate from us. It does not define who we are. So let's go in and clear away some of the energy that maybe has been squeezing you tightly and we're going to turn on the energy of forgiveness, divine forgiveness. And we're going to ask Mother Earth to support us in this healing because when she supports us in the healing, we then are rooted, we are grounded, and again, the depths that we are willing to go, we are then able to clear and rise above. So it, it expands who we are into our fullest person that we are capable of being in the moment. And I would love to share that with all of you today. So let's take a moment to see if we can get comfortable. Um, if you need a sip of water or tea, that's a great idea. Um, yeah. And we are going to first, you know, make sure that the way we are sitting or lying down um, is allowing the most energy to flow as possible. And to do that, we want our legs and our arms uncrossed. We don't want to block any of our circuits if we can help it. And we're going to create a sacred space around us in case we're not in our personal sacred space. So to do that, we call in the divine, however we experience that whether it is God or goddess or great spirit, creator, all that is. And we ask Grandmother Earth to support us as well, to keep us grounded and protected and to help us with our clearing And we invite in the ancient ones, the ancestors and the spirit guides and the beautiful angels and mystical beings and creatures, whoever we connect most with, whoever is of the highest vibration, the fullest vibration, that we are meant to connect to in this moment.
And we ask that they surround and protect us in a bubble of love and light. And we set the intention that this healing meditation is for the good of all and harm to none, including ourselves. Yeah. And we're going to invite in the divine energy to connect to us above our head, activating our crown, activating our intuition, and opening our personal channel. So that we may be guided by our higher self to assist us in what we need in this healing. Clearing out our brain and our mind from all the thoughts and patterns swirling through it at this moment. Clearing our third eye so that we may sense everything from multiple senses. Expanding our perception opening our clarity to the wisdom of the ages and moving down into our jaw and the back of our neck knowing that it is okay to simply Allow in this moment that it is completely safe, for there is nothing to do but simply to be in this moment. Clearing away all the energy where we have held back our true essence, our authentic spirit. Ways we have shut down who we are. Often for someone else. We're safe in this moment to allow that to open even if just for a moment, giving it the space to stretch and yawn. And activate in your cellular memory. And moving down into your back and up into your shoulders.
Noticing the energy that is pushing down upon you. And just gently allow that to release and it will be there when you need it. Yeah. And allowing the energy to move through your lungs and your rib cage. Hearing out all the things and ways that <sighs> you had difficulty living life fully. Ways that you may have felt that it wasn't okay for you to breathe or be you. And clearing the chambers of your heart. Releasing any old heartache or grief that may be lingering that is ready to clear. Filling in the spaces where you may feel like your heart is broken, but it is really simply energetically closed a little bit. Breathing love and light into the spots. Yeah. And moving into your belly, your upper belly. Releasing any tightness around your self-esteem. Yeah. Or your self-worth. Releasing any energy around being too much or too little of something, some standard that someone else created. Yeah. Releasing the frustration and resentment and judgment others may have had for you or to you. Yeah. And releasing the ways that you have judged or resented yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Allowing the energy to move into your lower belly as well. Releasing any ways that you've held back from feeling all of your feelings. Releasing the energy of right, wrong, good, bad. Yeah. 
Releasing any restraints you've placed on your sexuality or your sensuality. For that is just simply spirit in flow. Yeah. Releasing any energy in your spine where you have felt unsupported by family, by friends, by even the great spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And releasing the energy holding you back because of safety or security, because of money. Yeah. Or because of what others think or may think. Yeah. And allow all of that to fall into Mother Earth to be composted into something beautiful. And now we're going to ask the divine energy to fill in our heart. To call the energy to fill our heart with forgiveness and compassion. And if you are able... Place your left hand on your heart and your right hand either on your belly or anywhere else that it feels called to go. Yeah. And we ask the Great Spirit to call into our energy field that which needs the most forgiveness in this moment. You may feel tightness somewhere in your body because of that. And allow your right hand to go to that spot if you are able. If not, you can ask one of your angels or guides to hold that spot for you. Yeah. We're going to ask our heart and the divine energy to fill that spot with forgiveness. We don't need to know what is being forgiven or why. We simply know that in not forgiving, we are not being who we are. And the pain of that is greater than any pain that may be hidden within our body from energy of the past. Yeah. 
And if you are able, I invite you to repeat this mantra. I am a beautiful divine being of love and light. I am a beautiful divine being of love and light. I am a beautiful divine being of love and light. I am and always have been enough. I am and always have been enough. I am and always have been enough. In this moment, I choose to love and accept myself. In this moment, I choose to love and accept myself. In this moment, I choose to love and accept myself. Now place both hands on your heart if you are able. Yeah. And if you are able, Repeat this mantra as well. I choose to love and forgive myself. I choose to love and forgive myself. choose to love and forgive myself. Yeah. And so it is and so mote it be. Allow any other energy to drop into the ground that no longer serves you. That is ready to release. And you may gently begin to dissolve your meditation. Yeah. Yeah. 
perfect. Because the, the energy of forgiveness is truly calling in our survival self and our higher self to open and expand their communication to allow the relationship between you and the divine spirit and your higher self to all come into commune in your heart. The only way for spirit to come in is on the frequency of love. And when we shut our love energy down, we shut down our flow of connection. And what often occurs is people think they can just shut down from one person. But each shutting down is breaking our divine connection yeah so we can all remember back in the day when there was dial up internet and if you can't please don't tell me because then I I, (laughs) I'm going to feel ancient in that moment when it would take we'd hear these tones to know we were connected and then it would slowly load up and we even know now between regular internet which felt high speed at that time and the difference between high speed internet at this point and the connection with the divine flows in a very similar fashion so Which speed are you going to choose? Because it's all free will. Yeah. And the more energy of compassion and forgiveness that you can fill yourself with, the more you are able to share with others. It's not just the depths of the roots of your personal tree and how high the branches can reach. It's also how many rings (laughs) your tree has. If you're still standing and you have many, many rings, the majesty of that, right? Those who've stood the test of time, who've weathered the lessons and are still there and still standing, that is amazing. And that strength of being comes through when you aren't holding the energy of the past and allowing it to dictate who you are in the now. We can learn lessons from the past and carry them forward, but... um, holding on to the old grudges and the old griefs and bringing them forward over and over again 
Even hearing me speak of it, you may be able to feel your heart squeezing. And knowing that unconditional love truly is unconditional. So it flows no matter what. Because there is no right or wrong in that instance. It's just a lesson. And it's a way you learn the lesson. Or if you even didn't learn the lesson, there was a lesson in that. And so there's no... There's no divine checklist grading you. Um, it's just helping you expand into the full knowing of yourself. And when you we can, when all of us can learn to forgive ourselves for our humanity, forgive ourselves for the mistakes we made, and maybe the mistake was made in trusting someone, and maybe the mistake was made in not speaking up for ourselves. And maybe the mistake was made um, because we made poor choices. They are simply mistakes. And we would never berate somebody else the way we do that to ourselves. If we had a friend who made a mistake, we wouldn't pound at them over and over again about their horrible humanity. We would encourage them to learn from it and move on. Um, But we don't apply that very well. So forgiveness begins with yourself. Um, I'm very fond of using the heart, putting your left hand on your heart. Um, And the reason I choose the left hand over the right hand is for the majority of people, that is the their spiritual hand. So it's the one that connects easiest with the higher self. And so allowing that hand to grant access for the higher self to connect to our spiritual self and our, our physical self. And by putting one hand on the belly, generally the the part of us that needs calming down in our survival self is what is sometimes termed as the ego. And it's really the frightened child within us. So as we're putting our hand to calm and forgive, we would forgive our children So forgiving our inner child for the mistakes can release them from their pain. And if you are a parent, you know exactly what that's like. You would do anything to release your child from pain. And we all have a child within us. And we all have the power and the ability to release that pain from that child. And that all comes from forgiveness. 
And some of you may have been in the areas of the hurricanes and or the fires and have had great destruction. And maybe you're in need of forgiving Mother Earth or maybe you're in need of forgiving the divine for creating something different. But those were all things that needed to change in our lives. And I hold space that when we have great change, there is something more magical on the other side. And this is so perfect. (laughs) Um, One of the things that helps with forgiveness energy, for those of you who are very visual and very physical, um, a lot of people like to use the rose quartz as a stone. It can be placed right on the heart to fill it. Um, really, any stone that has the pink in it will work. Um, if you are able to get the pink tourmaline or the watermelon tourmaline, um, it will also hold the energy of um, Archangel Metatron. Um, and Archangel Metatron was a human being. He was a prophet. So he is very in tune with how hard it is to be in this human body. So his ability for compassion is quite large. So sometimes that calls to people as well. Um, And even if you have like the pink Himalayan um, salt or quartz, all of that will work to help heal or clear the heart. Clear the energy of forgiveness. Um, There is a beautiful um, essential oil, the rose oil, um, that is sometimes difficult to get a hold of a very high quality um, version of it. Um, But even because you only need an itty bitty amount, it's okay. Um, Or rose tea. Um, that calms and soothes the heart energy as well. Um, Especially if you've had any type of um, sexual abuse or trauma. Um, It has a very strong energy connected to that. Um, And I always refer back to the oils of the Bible if you are able to the frankincense and the myrrh. Um, For some, if you have an Egyptian lifetime, the the sandalwood um, may also call strongly to you. And those are all ways to help clear and make room for forgiveness. Um, But one of the things that can help with the forgiveness energy is to do something that I call a gratitude journal. Yeah. And it's about focusing on the beauty in the moment. And the gratitude journal is that you write down every day something that was beautiful and brought you joy. 
And in every day, there's at least one thing. Even in the worst day, there's something <laughs> that happened um, that you can look back on. And so it's changing your focus to be grateful so that there is less to hang on to to forgive. Yeah. Um, I challenged one of my students to actually do 100 days of gratitude um, because she grew up in an alcoholic family. And so as she grew up in that family, and it was abusive, um, you were constantly in a state of anxiety and fear. So you were watching for the signs of bad things to happen. And that continued forward that even when wonderful things were happening, um, she could only focus on the bad things that happened that day. And so, you know, the first few days are really, really hard. Um, and, and if you falter and you stop, then you start again with day one. Um, and I encouraged her to um, use Facebook as that way because there's many of us who have seen people who go on and daily complain <laughs> about their lives. And then there are other ones who are beautiful, like Denise, who, who every day share something to encourage you to shine your light and to be who you're meant to be. And that's something that I have gratitude for because, you know, there are times when that flashes up and it's exactly... Quite often, it's exactly what I need to hear um, in that moment. And she listened and spread her light that way. Um, so maybe a gratitude journal is something that would help you as well. Um, and when you're looking for the energy of forgiveness, while I'm talking about the heart, the heart is where the energy can flow to where you need forgiveness. And you may store it in your hip or your lower back or your stomach um, because we have all different types of things we need to forgive or want to forgive. And you don't need to know what you're forgiving. <laughs> um you just know that that energy is not helping you. So, um, you know, I'm going to mention that I talked to Holly um, recently about her, the energy behind her back, um, her aura in her back. She doesn't need to know how her aura became torn, but to... Forgive the energy for having needed to tear. You know, whatever caused my energy to tear, I love and forgive myself. It's something that, you know, can be done to help begin to restore it on her and along with the support of um, some healing remedy stuff. And... If you are willing to release blame, anybody um, is willing to release blame, 
then then you make room for healing to occur. But if you choose to hold on to blame, um, then you're not making space for new energy to come in. And that's one of the hardest lessons, I think, to teach as a teacher, that um, we, we only have so much space, and if you're holding stuff in and holding stuff back, then there's no room for you to expand um, into the fuller, brighter energy. So I want to thank you guys for listening and joining us today. Some of you hung in there for the entire day and thought I'm grateful for those of you. Um, And I just enjoy how much you guys inspire me and help me on my journey as a teacher. And I look forward to helping you next week um, and to shining my light so that you can shine yours because we all need to be out there doing and being who we are meant to be so that other people can do the same. Have a great, great week, and I will see you guys tonight um, on Be Live TV with Neshi if you want to see me in person or uh, next week here on Chakra Sessions. Have a great one, guys. Bye. Hope you enjoyed Chakra Sessions with Polly Jo LeBay. On the Star Nations Radio Network.